Good morning and welcome to In This Together podcast or good afternoon or good night whenever you're listening to this. I am so happy you're here. My name's M.M. Maya for those of you that don't know me and we are in the middle of our story season and we're just talking about different stories of the Lord, just different stories of his faithfulness, of who he is, just different stories that really show different characteristics of the Lord. And it's been so cool and I just have a fun little story to kind of share with you today. This is just a little small one, but uh, it was just honestly so cool and just so intentional of the Lord. So I'm excited to share. So anyways, this past week we went to Statesboro, Georgia, and we were there. And to do that, you had to I had to fly into Savannah. So I had a really, really early morning flight from Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Savannah. And at Fort Lauderdale, so I live in West Palm, that's about 40 minutes away. And I had to be at the Fort Lauderdale airport at like 5 a.m. And so I was like, you know what? I was kind of dreading it like the day before, not dreading going, but just like, I was like, gosh, like waking up that early. And I don't know about you, but like sometimes when I wake up super early and like, especially whenever I'm rushing and like kind of get out the door, but it's so early. So you don't really want to eat. I just get so nauseous at the airport and I'm not the best with motion sickness, to be honest. I get so motion sick. And so I was honestly just like, oh gosh, like I'm going to be so motion sick, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh no. And I just kind of like started to just like feel defeated already for that morning, even though it didn't even happen. Like, I don't know, maybe you have one of those mornings coming up and you're like, man, I got a meeting with my boss. I got this. And I'm like, you're already like defeating yourself before it even happened. So I was like, you know what, Maya, like I'm going to take this into my own hands, make this, make my own narrative out of this morning. Like, I'm not going to let like kind of like the past patterns of my life dictate right now. So I set an alarm for even earlier than I needed to get up. And I just really wanted to wake up and not rush because I feel like a lot of times that's what makes me sick is because I haven't eaten because I'm rushing and then I have my water and then I'm at the airport and I'm strung out on stress, you know, and I have, I'm getting probably even nauseous because of I'm seeing the whole security line. I'll actually share a photo of the security line because it was so long. Um, and I was like, you know what? I just don't want to have a rush morning. Like I just want to like enjoy my morning. Like I know I have to wake up there early. Like I just want to not feel strung out on stress and I just want to not rush. And I was like, I feel like I'll just be so much more present for the day. I won't feel as scattered throughout the day. I set my alarm earlier and I got on the road earlier than I needed to. And I got there earlier than I needed to. And then I ended up, I was like, you know what? I have so much. If you ever see me travel for pop-ups, I literally have so many bags. I have four and two of them are pretty large and the other two are kind of small, but um, I have four bags and I just travel by myself. And so I was like, you know what? They had a valet right outside Delta. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to valet my car and just like really not add any extra stress. It was the same price pretty much as if I were to just leave it in the garage and then I don't have to walk all that way. So I was like, you know what? I am just going to do this and I'm just going to, you know, have a peaceful morning. And so then I did that and I was just like making all these conscious decisions to like not stress myself out. You know, I got to the gate. I I got to like checking my bags and everyone was so nice. And I was just like, even my attitude with them was so different compared to when I'm rushing. Because whenever I'm rushing, I'm like, oh my gosh, can this guy get any faster? Can he get any slower? I mean, come on, you know? And you just kind of like your thoughts, like your, your mind has already been prepared in a stressful way you know, based on like maybe how you woke up or whatnot. And then you're going throughout your day 
and then your your mind, your thoughts start to get you like got start to like respond to those stress, and they start to get maybe a little bit cynical, a little bit frustrated, a little bit more attitudey, a little bit more spicy. I like to say, I'm dealing with the guy at the front desk, and um, it's just like. Instead of being like, hey, like, blah, 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 like trying to get all my stuff together, I'm like, hey, like, how's your morning going? You know, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, actually, I've been here since three in the morning. And I'm like, oh, like, you're a beast. And he's like, I've never been called out before. And I was like, it's a good thing. Like, you're so awesome and whatnot. And we just had like a great little fun conversation. And just my attitude was so much better. And I was able to like actually like see him, you know, like I wasn't rushing around um, and just seeing him as like a Delta like service person, I was seeing him as like an actual person, you know, like somebody to ask how their day was going, you know, and um, that's kind of what rushing, what not rushing around allowed me to do. And so then I was like, oh, that was kind of cool, you know. So then I get through, get to security and I'm going to share the line. I mean, the line was so long. Like, I thank God, thank you, Jesus, that I was not um, late because it, I probably would have missed my flight. But I was in the security line and I saw all these other people like tapping their foot, like, you know, getting really annoyed, getting really agitated. And I don't know what their morning was like, so I can't say anything about that. But I'm like, man, that was like usually me because usually I show up and I'm like, you know, got 1400 things on my mind. I've just dropped off my bags. I'm running through security and I need it to last to only take five minutes because I'm just rushing around everywhere. And I was like watching them and I was watching people just get so frustrated. And a lot of times we put ourselves in these positions to like get so frustrated, you know, like we show up late or we're rushing around and then we're frustrated when something doesn't take the time and we're not allowing kind of for any room in our lives to do anything but rush is at least what I felt like. And so I'm in the security line. I am just honestly mind my own business, looking forward, whatnot, looking at all the people and like, wow, this is hilarious. And and this girl behind me, I'm putting my stuff in the in the buckets and whatnot. And this girl behind me puts her stuff in the bucket and she had like this super cute blue jean um like bag. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I love your bag. Like so cute. And she's like, Oh, thank you. She's like, I like your outfit. And it was funny because I was wearing like an all khaki outfit and she was wearing like an all blue jean outfit. And I was like, Oh, thanks. She's like, Where'd you get it from? I'm like, Oh, I actually thrifted it. And then we just started talking. And um, then we literally talked. So then we're going through security. And then we talked. We got out of security. We sat there and we stood there and we just started talking to each other um, for like five minutes. And I was like, Oh, where are you from? Like, why are you in West Palm? Like, whatnot. And it was just so sweet. And um, then I was like not in a hurry because I had time. And so I was talking to her for five minutes. And then I was like, you know, and then we both like went our separate ways to go find our gate. And I was so mad at myself because she had mentioned how she kind of wanted to move to West Palm. She comes here a lot. And I've been like looking for friends and stuff. And I was so mad at myself because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, why did I not just get her number or her Instagram? Like, that was so silly of me. Like, I was like, I got nervous. I'm like, what the heck? Like, why am I doing that? And I I had done this before. If you're the girl I met in Michael's and I thought you were so awesome, you're an artist, please, please, please reach out. Because I met some girl at Michael's in West Palm Beach. And I, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll run into her, but I was so upset because I didn't get her number. I just got so nervous because I'm, I'm not used to doing that. And so I didn't do it. And anyways, it's like when I came home and I was like, Chance, like, I met this really nice girl. But he's like, well, 
like, are y'all going to hang out? And I was like, I forgot to get, I didn't get her number. Like I got, I got a chicken out. And he was like, what? Like you never do that. And I was like, I know, I think it's just different. Like whenever you're somewhere where you really don't know anyone. So, um, yeah, if you're one of those people who doesn't really know anyone where you're at, I understand that, but I will say, don't do what I did and chicken out. You're just going to beat yourself up later about it. And it's honestly like more, embarrassing that I didn't ask for a phone number in my opinion than the fact that if I would have and I'm like why did I even get nervous so anyways funny thing so I'm leaving this girl at the airport and I had just had that Michael's experience like a month ago and I was like oh gosh like that girl is so cool she was so nice like oh I can't believe I just blew it like I didn't ask for a number I was like I'm just a chicken you know just laughing around laughing myself and and then I started like looking everywhere for her and I'm like where is she I was like you know what like I like that was such a beautiful conversation that the Lord even opened up through just literally complimenting her blue jean bag. And I got to hear about how she went to Midwest Palm and all these different little things. I was like, I need to like really honor that and like just honor that the Lord put her in my path and like go find her. And so I literally, I'm like walking through the airport. And, um, but the key is I had time to walk through the airport. I had time to go and find her. I wasn't rushing around to my gate. I wasn't trying to, you know, stuff something in my mouth because I got to get on my plane, blah, blah, blah. Like I actually had time to like really the, the gifts, little opportunities, the conversations that the Lord had put before me, I actually had time to do them. And I actually had time to conversate and gets cool. Story gets cooler. So I go and I find her and she was like, I was thinking, and I was like, Hey, like I should have had your number or your Instagram. And she's like, I was thinking the exact same thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that is just awesome. And then we sat there, y'all, and talked for, I kid you not, 30 minutes. Like 30 minutes of just like talking about life and talking about how, where she's from and how she wants to move down. And I was telling her about our apartments. And I was like, we have two months free rent. Like come, like, and like our apartment's running a deal right now for two months free rent. Pretty crazy. So if you want to move to West Palm, let me know. But anyways, um, and I was like, you know, you can move here or whatnot. And I was like, and you could like come stay with me. And it was just like, and she was like, oh my gosh, like I would love that, whatnot. And I was like, yeah. And um, it was just so cool. And we talked about some other cool God things that I'm not going to like just publicly share on the podcast, but in some things that were on her heart. And I was just like, wow, I left that conversation. And I was just like, and even in the middle of the conversation, I was like, wow, God, like, because, and I even told her about it. I was like, you know, this morning I was really trying not to rush and then like, look at the gift that he gave me, you know, of getting to meet you. And it was so sweet. And it was just so cool to see, you know, what happens when you're, we had the podcast about it last a little bit ago about noticing people, you know, and then what happens whenever you actually have like time to like sit and talk and like, you're not rushing around. And, you know, I remember, um, my, I think it was my grandmother, my mom, or somebody used to always say, um, Jesus is always on time, but he's never in a hurry. And I know that it's different because he is Jesus and whatnot, but I do think that that is a, a good kind of, principle in some aspects to learn from and to take from because, you know, I don't think even though Jesus had a million things to do, he wasn't rushing through life. You know, he wasn't, you never hear the disciples say, Jesus was running and doing this and blah. And so, you know, it's like he walked through the crowds. He didn't run. He was up early praying with the Lord before his day. We don't even know how early, you know, he wasn't rushing. He wasn't just like hopping out of the bed at the first, you know, at the 17th alarm, which I know I still do, but he really, you know, was present. And I just felt like I was not present because I was rushing around so much. And this story might not be for everyone. Maybe you're somebody who's always on time and um, never in a rush, but I know that there's a lot of people who are like me 
Um, and I just hope that that kind of helps in some sense. And so I had this incredible conversation with um, this girl and she's now a new friend and I want her to come stay with me. She's awesome. Um, and then it was so cool because after that I get on my airplane um, and I just sit next to the nicest man, like truly the nicest man. And he was just, we were talking about life and whatnot. And it was so cool because I just, because I wasn't so strung out on stress. Usually when I'm strung out on stress, I'm like, okay, I just need to take a nap. You know, I just need to like, like, I just need to put my head down, blah, blah, blah. And don't get me wrong. Like I still did not have much sleep at all. Like I was working till I think like one in the morning, didn't go to bed till probably about two in the morning, um, woke up at four in the morning. So it's not like I had a lot of sleep, but I was really prioritizing. Like I was really prioritizing, not wanting to rush in the morning and wanting to be able to be with God throughout my morning. And let me tell you a little few hours of less sleep is so much more to a little bit fewer hours of sleep to spend some more time with God and to be more present in your walk with God is so worth it. And same as vice versa. If you need a few more hours of sleep to be more present in your walk with God and to not be rushing, that's what you need. And I think that that is our priority is how am I going to be best walking with the Lord? And for me that morning, I knew that if I was rushing around, I was not going to be my best in walking with the Lord. And so I really had to prioritize that. And so I'm sitting with this man and usually I would just be asleep and we are just talking and talking and he's giving me like, it was kind of like this, like this, this soul fueling moment, you know, it was so cool. He um, owns this company that I'm trying to get one of my friends to work for. And then he was giving me all this advice because he had kids, um, like he had a child like later on in life and he was saying how he wished he was like, you know, I know that a lot of people will tell you the opposite and this is really countercultural, but I'll like have kids like whenever you want them. Like, don't wait to have your fun. Like he's like, I did that. And I like, can't tell you how much I regret it. Like the, even the fun that I went and had, like it wasn't worth, it wasn't anything mem more memorable than um, the kid I have today. And it was just sweet. And he was just basically saying that like, whenever the Lord puts on your heart to have kids, like you have it. It was just all this sweet advice. And he didn't even say anything about God. It was just his own experience and just very different than what the world was saying. And I was just like, I, that is just something that really hit my heart um, while I was at the airport. I was just like, wow, I have got to share this because it was just the coolest thing. And the other thing I wanted to say too is look at how far just a compliment of her blue jean bag went. Like I literally just said like, oh my gosh, I love your like, like your bag. It's so cute. And that's all I said. And I'm not saying that every time I compliment somebody that I have like these crazy like God-given conversations. But if it takes me complimenting 1,700 people for to have that one, it is so worth it. And I think sometimes we're like, I don't know how to strike up a conversation. You know, find something to compliment or just be like, hey, like, I noticed like you behind me, like you just have like such a sweet like smile about you. And it doesn't have to be something clothing wise. You know, it could be something like I just noticed you behind me and I just noticed how like kind you were to your friend. I noticed like just give the sweetest smile or just something. And even if it's not something that starts a conversation for some people, that could be the only compliment they get a day. And I just think about that sometimes. And like, you don't know if they live alone. You don't know if they even have friends. They don't know if they have parents. You don't know anything about them. And so whenever you're not rushing, you actually have your eyes a little bit more open to being able to see people, to being able to notice people and to being able to compliment them and then hopefully conversate with them. And I just think it is such a cool thing that it was literally just one 
little compliment of her bag. And it just made me so excited about, you know, everything we were doing with MM Designs and, you know, making clothes and all that. It's not about the clothes, you know, it's not about putting little things on the clothes. So that way, like we feel good about ourselves. Like, yes, I love that. It makes you feel confident and all those different things, but it's about like conversation starters, you know, your clothes, the way, the things you put on, like even how you dress yourself in the morning, you know, is it can be a conversation starter if you want it to be. And it doesn't have to be, but I do think it's just such a cool opportunity and avenue for the Lord to work, you know, and it just makes me so, so excited to just really be getting to do what we're doing and to be adding some people onto our team. Um, and so anyways, I'm just so, so thankful. And even at our pop-ups and everything because that's where we were on our way to from Statesboro as we were on our way to our pop-up and I just watched how you know being there as a pop-up just like as a shop you know just as something where you come and you can shop it led to the opportunity of so many cool conversations about breakups about life about God and I'm like this is what it's about you know it's oh, yes clothing is just something that's worldly and secular but you can make your ministry you know you can make um Yes, clothing is something that is just clothing. You know, if you if you look at it from most point of views and most businesses, it's not ministry. But you can make whatever work you're in, whatever passions you are in, as long as they're in accordance with the truth. You know, you can't make drinking your your passion, your ministry. But what I am saying is that you can make whatever you know, whether it's clothing, whether it's art, whether it's you can make that your ministry. You could whether it's working at the grocery store, whether it's working in business and real estate, all different things. You can make that your ministry, and it's just so cool how the Lord has done that through clothing um, for our business. And I also wanted to kind of encourage you with that today. So anyways, there's a lot of different little um, nuggets of, of encouragement in here. There's a lot of different little like pieces of encouragement in here today. And I hope that some part of it spoke to you, but I just had to get on and share because, you know, these are the stories of life that, um, yes, they're mundane. Yes, they're maybe little in some aspects, but they are so, so important and so beautiful. And the Lord's faithfulness shows just as much in these stories as he does people's testimonies. And just as much as even his scripture, his word and different stories um, of disciples in the Bible. And it's just so cool. So anyways, I love you guys. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And one last thing, one last thing. This is the final end note. But I went on my, so then I'm flying back home and I'm going from Atlanta to Fort Lauderdale and I sit next to this woman and this is just another example of it. She has these awesome space buns in her hair and I'm like, you look incredible. Like, I love these buns on you. Like, you look amazing. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. And, you know, we start talking and um, basically that compliment led to me figuring out that her husband had passed away from a brain tumor. And today, actually, the day that I'm filming this um, is the day of his one year anniversary of passing away. And I was able to talk to her a little bit about God. We were talking we talk about how just the beauty of the clouds and how just about God and how I can't, we couldn't believe he created all this. And it just led to such a cool conversation and her opening up. And it just is like an emphasis of what we just talked, what I just talked about on this podcast, you know, just about complimenting someone. And like I said, I mean, even if she was like, oh, thank you, you know, and that was the last of our conversation, you know, that might've been the encouragement she needed to just be like, oh, like I do look beautiful today, you know, like just something like that. And you really don't know where it's going, but um, as people who follow the Lord, as people who are supposed to be love, truth, and light and becoming more and more like love, truth, and light, noticing people is such a beautiful, beautiful way to do that and complimenting them, building them up, encouraging them. 
is one of the most incredible ways to really share that and to really get to have a conversation to spread it. So, um, and to spread the real truth of life and to sp- spread the real truth of life. So anyways, I hope this helps. I hope you'll have an incredible, incredible day. Um, and my challenge, my encourage for you today is to try not to rush around, whatever the next thing you have, try not to rush around and then allow yourself to notice people and then have the boldness to compliment, to encourage somebody to build them up and just see where the Lord will take it. And I'm praying um, that even if you don't see it in that moment, that that continuous pattern um, will eventually lead to some really cool conversations. So um, I love y'all and I hope you had the best rest of your day.